Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello there, my very good friends. On today's wrestling news, we're going to tell you all about the AEW personality who's been quietly removed from the roster. An update on the rumoured Ring of Honor sale. We're going to tell you about the NXT wrestler that was stretchered out of last night's show. And more developments with Cain Velasquez's arrest. I'm Adam Wilborn. And uh, none of these stories are uh, nice, are they? No, not really. No. And this <laughs> is the news. All right, Chavo Guerrero. Chavo Guerrero Jr. There was a bit of a kerfuffle with him yesterday because it became apparent throughout the course of the day that he had disappeared from the AEW All Elite Wrestling.com roster page. If you go on there now, uh, he isn't there or wasn't there at the time of mm-hmm. recording, I should say. He was actually there the other day because I personally was looking at the roster listing. I went, oh, Chavo. Oh, what's he up to? He hasn't been around mm. in a while. And then went into the, you know, mentally went into the thing. Oh, yeah, he took some time off for Young Rock where he's a wrestling court. All of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, Chavo removed from that roster page and... Uh, Chavo's been tweeting some stuff, my yeah, friend. You say AW quietly removed him. He didn't go quietly. No, he certainly didn't. He certainly didn't. So Chavo, if you go on his tweet, his Twitter just now and go to yesterday, you will see the following from him. It's somebody reporting on it, and uh, he just quote tweets it and says, "News to me with a shrug emoji." But prior to that, mm-hmm. uh, in a tweet that he has since deleted, Chavo said the following. That's news to me. I guess having at Cook Tony Khan uh, telling me to go and film Young Rock Season 2 and that my job will be waiting for me when I'm done didn't mean much. So he tweeted that. He deleted it. <laughs> Something is occurring here for yes. sure. So Ch- yeah, Chavo hasn't been around since September. He debuted for AEW, I think it was in June, as Andrade El Idolo's executive consultant. Uh, <laughs> just kind of milling around in his suit and everything. Uh, but they, they, Twatting they people with iPads. Twatting people with iPads that are seemingly made of bricks because they seem to concuss lethal. every single time. Look, no! I survived. Um, <laughs> but yeah, he hasn't been around since September when the reporting was that he was going to do the Young Rock stuff, but mm. he be back um i don't know what the heck's going on here obviously if the guy has been told that he'll have a job waiting for him when he comes back and then that turns out not to be the case and a promise has been broken that is obviously very bad however we don't have confirmation that he's actually been let go from AEW or anything like that so i think we need probably more information on this before passing a true judgment it's just a weird situation yeah exactly it would be very unique for something like this to happen in AEW um because obviously they've been very consistent with what they do they will either offer someone a new contract or just simply let theirs expire so they can yeah. leave and go somewhere else. They don't else. release people. They don't yeah. fire people. They don't release people. They don't do that sort of thing. Obviously, but... What I will say is I was on the roster page randomly the other day and, you know, they're, they can just it could just be a technical glitch. I was looking on there and looking at people's records and stuff and I know he hasn't wrestled so why would this need to be updated? Yeah. But Danhausen's record is his 2021 record. 
rather than his 2022. I don't know, it doesn't matter. Yeah. But like what I'm just saying there is clerical issues can just happen, technical problems. It could simply be, be that, or it could be something a lot bigger. Um, but I don't think snitch tagging your boss on Twitter is a best idea. With, uh, take it up internally. Yeah, probably not the best approach there. Um, we'll see how this shakes out. Indeed. Uh, right, Tony Khan's got that huge announcement on AW tonight. <coughs> Bless you. That was a good sneeze. Yeah, he's, he gets really good. when he gets excited, he sneezes. Yeah, that's me. Uh, he's got a huge <laughs> announcement tonight. Loads of speculation. We've done podcasts all about this. Go and check them out. What Culture Wrestling, wherever you get your podcasts from, about what this possibly could be. Uh, is it a New Japan show? Could they be coming to the UK? Please. Uh, or could it be him potentially buying Ring of Honor? Now, this isn't directly related to that. It's just a nice way of me segueing into this story uh, because more rumors have come out surrounding the potential sale of Ring of Honor. It comes from Fightful Select. No crap. Just Sap, Sean Ross Sap of Fightful Select, uh, talking about this just before, of course, Ring of Honor returns on the 1st of April with their Super Card of Honor show. Um, ever since Ring of Honor sort of not closed down, but closed their doors temporarily, let's say, there's been talk of a potential sale. Uh, and apparently, Fightful Select claim there have been way more bidders than expected. Now, in terms of numbers, sort of sources vary on this uh, one source had the company uh, valued at 40 million dollars back in 2020 uh, another person related to ring of honor said that it was actually more like half that and additionally another ring of honor source has stated that it was around 30 million for 50 percent of the company that had been quoted to a previous buyer um it's seemingly becoming more and more likely that ring of honor gets sold andy um i mean even if, and I do hope they continue it as a, as a promotion, it's a great promotion. When I know some people who work for it, for example, or have worked for it in the past. Joe Hendry, a great uh, legend of WCPW. For, um, just got announced for the Supercar show as well. Um, you know, I, I hope that they, they continue this company, but even if they don't, the, the tape library alone is, is sensational. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. It's a classic tape library that um, if one of the other things, of course, that this AEW's announcement has been linked to as a potential streaming service, yep. if they were able to acquire the rights to that tape library, that would add a lot of value uh, to an AEW streaming service. Honor Club exists obviously but it's not quite as comprehensive as no. a lot of us would like um yeah well, with regards to this we should probably point out that like it's all rumor and stuff right? yes this stuff it's purely speculative uh, ring of honor have not uh, formally confirmed anything or anything like that but yeah a weird situation um we don't know what ring of honor is going to resemble when it comes back uh sinclair broadcasting who own ring of honor are richer than god um <laughs> so whether or not the promotion is actually worth x amount of million of dollars is is immaterial because they can go hey well, we don't need to sell it we're really rich yeah uh, we'll see what occurs uh whether or not this is linked to the tony Khan announcement who the hell knows uh but yeah i mean just I'm not, I don't like the complete consolidation of pro wrestling. I like people having as many different places to work as possible. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know how a buyout would go or whatever. But yeah, we'll talk about it if it comes back. Indeed, we'll report on it as and when it comes. And of course, we'll be back tomorrow, one would assume, with Tony Khan's big announcements. Yes, we got some stories that can make me feel sad now, Andy. Yeah, yep, yeah. Good. Yeah, Amari Miller. Oh. She was stretchered out. Uh, NXT last night, unfortunately. PW Insider coming through with the scoop here. It was during the commercial break after her match with Lash Legend, mm -hmm. which she lost. Uh, she was stretchered out and she was due to be checked out by WWE's medical staff. There's no updates on her condition or how she's doing, uh, but obviously we wish her well. Mm -hmm. So 
Her and Legend, uh, yeah, I mean, they wrestled before. Uh, their first singles match, I believe, was on 205 Live in December. They were then tag partners in the Dusty Classic this year. They lost last week. Mm -hmm. That was the genesis of this match. That's how it came together. Legend won in about, I don't know, like three or four minutes. Uh, finished her off with like a modified fireman's carry slam thing or whatever. There's no word on when any injury might have happened or what may have caused it. But that's the scoop with Amari Miller. Uh, don't know anything more than that at this stage. All we can do is hope for the best. Indeed, yeah. Wish her well in her recovery. Never nice to read about this sort of thing. Especially after quite an enjoyable NXT, I thought. You know, you had the Dirty Dogs in action. You had Tommaso Ciampa cosplaying as a Steiner. He looked weird in that, was didn't he? <laughs> I, 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 I didn't know what to make of it. I'm just going to ask Michael Hamlet for his thoughts on it on the NXT 2.0 podcast, because he's the gear guy at What Culture. As yeah. I say that, I realise that is Not quite drugs. the accusation. Yes. Yeah. Um, and, you know, Carmelo Hayes versus Pete Dunne. Uh, great main event. And uh, now Carmelo Hayes inexplicably is putting his North American Championship on the line in a ladder match over WrestleMania weekend. Not a smart move, Carmelo. <laughs> but I love him. I love Trick Williams. Um, so it's a shame that we're having to report on that. But yes, we wish Amari Miller well in her recovery. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Uh, and just to continue the um, news that's incredibly awkward to report on, Cain Velasquez, we reported yesterday uh, about his arrest. Uh, more details coming out about it. this from TMZ. Uh, he was arrested, by the way, uh, for an incident that saw one man taken to hospital with non-life-threatening injuries. TMZ reporting that Velasquez spent the night in jail uh, and was booked on an attempted murder charge. A hell of a lot of speculation online. We are obviously yeah. not going to talk about that. Um, specifics still remain a bit unclear, uh, but he was involved in a shooting 
near a high school. Uh, he's still in jail as of this morning, and he's going to be arraigned on the attempted merger charges later on today. No room for speculation here, Andy. No, for sure. It'll come out in court uh, when it's arraigned later today, I imagine, and then going forward, whatever comes of this. Uh, yeah, scary situation, for sure. Indeed. Right, let's move on to your Twitter questions because we're going to have some fun with them. Uh, at what culture WWE, of course, we want to get in touch with this. First question today comes from Big Mike. No, not Big that Mike. one. On oh, Twitter. that's good because he's not a good dude no. by all accounts. Uh, different one, different Big Mike. This the good Big Mike. Says, Morning Legends, with Stone Cold's return, should WWE do teasing shots? Uh, or tease shots, quad bikes, beers, leather waistcoats, etc. But not actually have him show up until night one. He beats <laughs> up KO doing a I Hate Texas, who's doing an I Hate Texas promo, and then asks for the match on night two. Ooh, interesting. I think you've chosen the more interesting option creatively and the more exciting option that would result in better television. But? But I think WWE should announce it as soon as possible. Yes, I um, think I think it's... They what? How many tickets they need? Twenty thousand for each night. So they've got they've sold a lot already because it's a big ass building. So I'm not dissing AT&T, them. AT&T is it? Or anything? I, uh, the, they've all got weird names. Yeah. Like the phone booth arena, the cheese stick bowl, all of that. There's a smoothie stuff. king center for some team. There I don't know is. what team plays that. I'm it's sure someone will let me know in the comments. Staples Center is now called like the crypto NFT bowl or something. <laughs> some nonsense like that. But I think you know. Looking at it from a business perspective, I think they would be wise to announce it sooner rather than later to try and drive ticket sales when they still have a lot left. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a great idea what Big Mike suggested there. But, like you say, they need the reason why they put him on, as much as it's just great to see him wrestling at WrestleMania, is because they need to, to make those sales. And yeah. as much as, you know, we've talked before about how great it is sometimes when a, a company can imply, heavily imply, sort of go, you can almost guarantee it's going to happen, sometimes... Punters just need a name yeah. printed officially to know that they can do, go for it. You know, like, we talk about it on here um, and as part of our job, but I guarantee if you ask the casual person, is Vince McMahon and Stone Cold Steve Austin not going to wrestle each other, but wrestling at <laughs> WrestleMania, you and I would probably say almost guaranteed now. Yeah. Everyone else is a bit like, well, they've hinted at it and I've heard people talking about it, but um, until, it's, until the day comes or yeah. until it's officially there on WWE's social media or whatever it is, I'm not buying People it. People so. who are out of the bubble will respond to an official announcement. Exactly. Uh, and as my phone's on airplane mode, tweets aren't loading right now. So hey, just... let's make up our own questions. Well, if you well, were any kind of cheese, what would you wrestle as an olive? Uh, Red Leicester. Fair enough. Red Leicester, yeah. I would wrestle a cow. Anyway... Jake, 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 of course, uh, gives us our second question of the day. Uh, who on WWE's main roster, Jake asks, uh, do you think could actually pop a number for NXT Tupa O, who realistically you think Vince would allow to do a short program down there? Oh, <laughs> they got the dirty dolls. This of is course. a cursed question. They've Jake. had Riddle down there, yeah. being the and none of them have really done all that. The Charlotte wasn't. Let's not forget. Yeah, like made a particularly big difference. They put Edge down there Ooh. after winning the Royal Rumble, and, and his quarter hour bombed. It got smoked by the Penelope Ford Kip Sabian wedding on the other channel. And obviously, that was a different era of NXT. But WWE have created this environment where there are very few people on that roster who you can reliably point to every single week who are going to drive a number forward. Uh, it's a very short list, and that's by their own design. That makes it very difficult to say that anyone outside Roman Reigns or Brock Lesnar is going to pop a number. And they're unrealistic. They're not going down to NXT to mm. work with Andre Chase, are they? <laughs> so, yeah, I, I don't have a good answer, unfortunately. It's just... 
a lack of numerical evidence to, to mm. confidently point towards someone for me. Yeah, exactly. I, I think you could see, maybe, if they haven't really got any plans for him post-WrestleMania, Seth Rollins popping up for a, quite a brief yeah, program because he's just... That. He's so talented and he's got such history there, of course. Whether or not that would pop a rating is a very different question. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, Michael Hamper had a great idea yesterday on our NXT preview podcast. Again, this might not necessarily pop a rating, but it actually could be a great story. So last night we had uh, Volta, Gunther. Gunther. Gunther versus uh, Solo Sokoa. And uh, Hamlet suggested potentially this could build into a bigger program with Imperium versus Solo Sokoa and the Usos, which actually That's good. would be, yeah, That's good. I'd like to watch something like that. I don't think it's going to happen, but let us know your thoughts in the comments, uh, who you think would pop a rating and who you think, come on, they'd actually send. Because like you say, Brock Lesnar going down there would be bucket loads of fun, him chucking <laughs> yeah. around the smaller guys. But it ain't happening. No. Yeah. I'd like it if they were like, Brock Lesnar's first TV match in, I don't know, bloody ages, on NXT 2.0. Oh. <laughs> Against Boa or someone. <laughs> like, crazy. Uh, final question today. <clears throat> Comes from Biggest Joe, who says... <clears throat> You're right. I'm dying. The COVID's coming back. COVID's back. Hi, guys. As Damien Priest has lost the US title, can you see WWE positioning him to win a world title after WrestleMania or potentially uh, next winning the money in the bank? I can see them doing something bigger than the US title yes. within next for sure. I think uh, the push recently has been a bit weird with the way the undefeated streak ended kind of unceremoniously. Why? And, yeah, he's got this wacky character that you, know, you love it or hate it. Do whatever you want with hate it. Hate it. Yeah, 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 me too. Uh, I was trying. I was, I was trying to be diplomatic, but yes, it sucks. Uh, but he was fine. He was like he was came he in. Was. He was there. He was just a big badass dude, and then he was big, uh, big bunny. What's big, his name? Big Bad bunny. bunny. <laughs> Bad Bugs Bunny's mate. Um, and that was, and then he like sort of, sort of got a bit of momentum off that. Yeah. And then inexplicably, they went, "Wait a second, your name's Damien Priest." In terms of like the quality of his push, he's kind of gone from Bad Bunny to Rampant Rabbit, hasn't he? <laughs> uh, but, but yeah, I do think he's somebody that they they earnestly want to do yes. something with. Whether or not they will do it well is another thing entirely. But I could definitely see him in both of those slots, and I think like. Um, with where he is at his stage in his career, uh, Damien Priest not a young man. It would be a good idea to push him sooner rather than later. Yeah, I think it's fair to say you could see the likes of Priest and McIntyre, for example, on the other yeah. brand being set up as title challenges when they do that weird title unification. Here's a new title thing that we talked yeah, about it's yesterday. Not actually a unification. Here's an interim belt. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, so I think it could well be yeah the likes of, of Priest and McIntyre doing that. In terms of money in the bank, it should go to Sami Zayn. It just should. Yes. It just should. Like, he's the perfect guy for it. And I, I, I know I wouldn't want this to happen, but it almost doesn't matter at that point whether or not you give him the, the successful cash in or not. You should, because, my God, it'd be dumb to have him fail, but he just would work with just carrying the briefcase around for six months. Don't have him lose it either. Just be a like, prick. Just be a prick. Just and, like, imagine, you know, they do the personalised ones. I'm not even going to speculate, because yeah. I don't want to get too excited, but... It's another one of my pasty bets this year. Sammy Zayn wins the money in the bank. I think Alexa Bliss is going to win the women's one. And yeah. then somehow the Fiend is going to end up as Raw Women's Champion because the Fiend, his lore is in Alexa Bliss. Yeah. So he, yeah, he's the, he's the women's champion. She's walking around with a briefcase. Lights go down, lights come back up. Oh, it's the lantern. Look at his face out. 
the flipping fiend. The freaking fiend. And we'll just, that's all we'll say this week yeah. because we get in trouble yesterday. Love fiends <laughs> are weird. Let's move on to today's and finally, and uh, I know they do this all the time, but this one tickled me greatly. The Young Bucks bio has changed. <laughs> The year is 2018, they write. An unknown number appears on his phone, but Matt doesn't pick up. There is no AEW. Matt and Nick are now Mort and Jack Maxson. They are not happy. I don't know why, but Mort and Jack Maxson tickle me greatly. I'd love to see a wrestler called Mort. Mort, I'm here for this. They're good at pushing people's buttons, aren't they? Exactly. Look, and if you don't like that sort of thing... You're boring. Well, just... just, (laughs) Just don't... Don't go on the internet about it. Yeah. About that, just just Hit be like. Hit the blog button more often. That's yeah. my advice. If you ever find something on social media, you don't just block it, man. Like, it's not, you don't need to give these things your energy if you're not into them. Just get rid of them. Exactly. Put right. them in the bin. Let us know your thoughts on that and all of today's news stories in the comments section below. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. And subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on either iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from for daily wrestling podcasts. Myself and the Daddy Boys sitting down uh, to review NXT Duper O and look ahead to AW Dynamite a little bit later on today. Plus, you can let us know your thoughts and Twitter questions on Twitter at WhatCultureWWE. Why should you there follow both of us? You can follow Andy Murray at... That's Andy H. Murray. The H today stands for Hubba Bubba. Hey, long-term storytelling. We teased it for you yesterday. Hey, what yes. will tomorrow's be? Let's be honest, that's why everyone watches the news. It's the only reason. You can follow me at Adam Wilborn. Follow us all at What Culture WWE. But for now, my thanks, Andy Murray. Thank you for joining us. And we will see you soon. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.